Hi, welcome to the Lima Reads podcast. This is where you can hear from Lima Public Library staff about our all-time favorite authors and stories and what we're currently reading. You may also hear news about the library and our community. Hi everyone, this is Danny, and I've got a new guest with me today. Mary, tell us what you do for the library. Hello everybody, um, I am in the Youth Services Department, Children's Librarian, so I work with the Rugrats. <laughs> and what do you enjoy best about that? Um, I think my favorite part is finding a book that somebody really wants and watching their eyes light up, no yes. matter what age Isn't they that are. that the best feeling ever? It I is. love it. Okay, so oh, you're not going to get to see the, their eyes light up this time, but what would you recommend to people who are listening today? Ah, well, we have Valentine's Day coming up, and so I have sort of a, an offering for those who are kind of anti-Valentine's Day and want to do something a little different. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called The Picnic at Hanging Rock, and it is the recent miniseries treatment that came out in 2018. Okay, and this is based off of a book? Yes. Um, Originally, it was a book published by Joan Lindsay in 1967, so it just celebrated its 50th anniversary not too long ago. Mm -hmm. Um, It's a cult classic there, and it led to the 1975 movie version by Peter Weir, Mm -hmm. an Australian director, and that is a cult classic as well. Hmm. So along comes this... um, the movie was regular feature length. This is actually a six-hour uh, hour You have to episodes. be dedicated to make make it through a six-hour. Like yes. the Pride and Prejudice, I mean, <clears throat> Colin Firth, Jennifer L., you just have to be really dedicated to enjoying that. So I feel like miniseries are kind of these gateway to book things, you know? The movie, you sit down, and it's a nice two-hour little thing, but a miniseries, you have to be dedicated and you get to know the characters, and you get pulled into the story, and, and it's almost like watching a book. Yeah. But in this case, you are, because it was a book. Mm-hmm. I like it. Um, I had seen, some years ago now, the Peter Weir film, mm-hmm. which is about two hours. Um, it's really trippy, because it was mid-70s. Mm-hmm. Um, so having seen that, I was like, how are they going to get six hours of material out of this story. I've seen the book. It's not very thick. But what they do is go in-depth into the kind of the origin story and the background of most of our main characters, which we didn't get to see Mm. in the earlier movie. So Mm -hmm. I found it really interesting. And in fact, I actually watched it twice. It's that good. Oh, wow. (laughs) That's a real dedication. Yeah, it moves along at a clip, so it does not seem... Mm-hmm. like six hours. Why don't you tell us a little bit about the story? Okay. Uh, well, I think Americans are going to be more familiar with Ayers Rock. And that is a very famous rock in Australia. But this rock, the Hanging Rock, is in a completely different area. Um, it's in the state of Victoria, which um, the nearest city that we would be familiar with is Melbourne, mm-hmm. the capital. It's about 70 kilometers northwest of Melbourne. And it concerns um, a happening on Valentine's Day in 1900 when a group of schoolgirls and their teachers from a local uh, private girls' boarding school went for an outing to the Hanging Rock to have a picnic. And 
given our weather outside in Ohio, we're not in a picnicky frame of mind right, right. here. But you have to remember that in Australia, um, it's actually their summer mm-hmm. in Valentine's Day. So it's the middle of the summer term. And these girls were given uh, a picnic outing as kind of a reward mm-hmm. or a break. And while they were there, um, like four of them went to get a closer look at the rock with one of their teachers. And this little party disappeared and mm. was never found again. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. So there's been, you know, tons of speculation about what could have possibly happened. Um, the Hanging Rock is sort of an aboriginal holy site mm. where a number of very strange things have been reported besides this. So it's kind of like their version of Roswell. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um the tale of these girls has grown in Australian folklore to almost be like their, I don't know, their Lindbergh baby mm-hmm. kidnapping story. The way that we speculate about that um, is what Australians do with the story of these hanging rock girls and what could have possibly happened to them. Mm-hmm. I read a book once that just opened my eyes to how very, very dangerous Australia is. As, like, a country, it is out to get you. (laughs) You do not want... I I mean, I want to be a world traveler, and I would like to go to Australia someday, but I I fear it more than any other place on the planet. (laughs) As you should, because most of their wildlife is poisonous. They wake up to alligators in their kitchen and things like that, but... I mean, Maybe I don't... some people in Florida do, too. Yeah, probably. I don't think I could handle that long term. <laughs> <clears throat> well, especially then, I mean, 1900, this was a very remote area. Yeah. And in fact, um, the schoolmistress of this boarding school, um, a mysterious lady who styled herself as a widow by the name of Mrs. Appleyard, um, had bought this mansion basically out in the middle of absolutely nowhere and decided to turn it into a girls' school. Mm. Um, she is being played by Natalie Dormer, who um, Game of Thrones fans will recognize as Marjorie Terrell. Um, she's also been in the Tudors and in elementary as Irene Adler. Um, some other names you might recognize, it's mostly, except for her uh, Australian cast, Oh, well, um, see, that's that's dedication. I love it when a production will actually <laughs> cast people from that area. or I mean, they don't have to work as hard at the accent or, or the, the sayings. It all comes across much more right. naturally. Um, Yale Stone, that's how you say her name. Um, she's from Orange is the New Black, and mm-hmm. many people might not realize that she's Australian, but she has a role as one of the teachers. And um, Samara Weaving plays one of the young ladies who uh, disappeared and then later is found a week mm-hmm. later out on the rock with no memory of what happened to herself or her friends while she was gone. Hmm. Um, she is the niece of Hugo Weaving from Lord of the Rings oh. and The Matrix. Mm-hmm. And um, Anna McGahan uh, is an dig- indigenous Australian actress and she appears in the Dr. Blake Mysteries, which the library also carries. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So who do you think would enjoy this um, miniseries event um, if they enjoy other kinds of stories or other movies? Um, I would say 
definitely if you are into psychological thrillers, um, paranormal, suspense type things, um, it also has a setting of a very genteel period drama. Mm-hmm. So um, it's kind of the same time as any number of other Victorian mm-hmm. costume dramas, but it does have an extra twist to it. Um, within the period drama, the sensibility is quite modern, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they explore a few things that um, haven't really been covered by other versions. All right, well, it's definitely one that I'm going to take a look at because it just, it looks like it's right up my alley. Thank you so much for joining us, Mary. You're welcome. Thanks for listening to Lima Reads. Keep the conversation going by commenting on our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Lima Public Library. 